Welcome to the Side Quest Live on a beautiful, beautiful Sunday evening in wherever you're located. That's where we're, lo we're located. To everywhere person. you're everywhere. located. Everywhere. Everywhere. This week, we have uh, Taylor and I are, are on the episode today. I think Zach is uh, pleading the fifth 440 times, so he's not going to be not going to be with us um, until maybe later. I don't know. He's Zach's yeah, actually yes. upset that I got the review code for this game that I'm about to talk about today. Uh, yeah, he's so, protesting. <laughs> he's protesting. Yeah. <clears throat> JJ may still be hot in his house. We don't know. Uh, <laughs> he's always hot in his house. Let's it's be always hot. In his, yeah, it's Seattle. I mean, it's the desert, right? Um, and then you got you got Zach uh, or you got sorry you got you got uh, Sam who's just being Sam so that's good yeah no that's always good hey I'm Dolly Demosky this wonderful person over here is I'm Taylor Bliss only Taylor Bliss how you doing man I'm great another week the, the end, gone it's the, end, it's the end of the week Evap and the of evaporated the into nothing <laughs> that's what happens in summertime yeah. But you know what? Um, it's all right. It's good. Everything's great. It's good. It's good to hear. Are you enjoying the nearing of the end of summer? No. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I will say it's nice that this. That you know, I don't know how it was out there for you in the Midwest, but uh, over here in the East Coast, the past three days have been quite nice. Yeah, yeah, it's been it's actually been pretty nice over here. The weather the weather broke in in all the right ways. Paul, uh, so Paul says that, that. he's excited for next year's uh, Comic Con parties. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, we, we can always early, appreciate man. that. We, you know, us we are also looking forward to next year's <laughs> Comic Con parties. Trust me. Trust me. In our own way, we are looking forward to yeah. parties at every every major conference out there. Trust us. Hey, PAX we, parties are coming up, so. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh god. Pack's gonna be pretty interesting this year. Um we'll, yeah. we'll dive, dive into just chatting. We're just two buds on a on a conference call right now. It's yeah, talking good. about talking about PAX PAX West, which is coming up soon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean PAX West is gonna be interesting because so many things have been pushed that could have yeah. been. Yeah. You know, PAX West is gonna be the show of what could have been. Because there are so many things that would have been really inter or potentially really interesting that could have made a showing at PAX West that still might show there, but are going to be less impactful than they would have been because they're no longer a holiday release. They're now a, you know, to be determined 23 release. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there going to are... be some, there's going to be some stuff that we, that might be new, but a lot of stuff that we've already seen that's yeah. going to just be there anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's um, for the three uh, AAA games that are launching this year. No, just kidding. There's actually still <laughs> a lot. Like, we went through the list of stuff, and we'll get that in a second. There's still a lot of games that are on tap this year. Um, there's no shortage of things to play. But, um, <clears throat> you know, looking at the list of, of actual companies that are going to be at PAX West, uh, it's I don't want to say it's fully back to what it was before. Um, it's certainly more similar feeling than it was before. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, that being said, like, let, let's look at, you know, this ties right into the news because we had a, um, we had a direct about it this yeah, week, uh, which is Splatoon 3 
they you know Nintendo's going to push a bunch of stuff at PAX West this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just did the Splatoon uh, Nintendo Direct this past week, and you know they're tying actual uh, media coverage into it by being at a at a convention for it. So you know Nintendo's yeah, taking it seriously. There is definitely they're they're doing a tournament over there or a couple tournaments for Splatoon three. They've got a Mario Kart eight tournament that they actually sent me the info for so they're doing that too um that's, that's actually extremely surprising <laughs> yeah it's they're still i mean they're still pushing that game uh it's still making money um and uh but yeah looking at that list i mean there's 3d obviously 3d realms you got bandai namco is yeah. going to be there so bamco will be there i don't know what they're gonna be i mean they're what are they gonna be pushing the pac-man game maybe i don't know maybe a couple other stuff no they're gonna uh, <clears throat> more elden ring more elden ring yeah um, but, uh, yeah, our friends at Berserk studio are going to be there. There's actually quite a few brace yourself games. There's quite a few companies, champion sport, athletic wear. I'm sending JJ <laughs> the champion athletic wear. Do oh you think that they, look at that logo. This is like their gaming logo. Can you yeah, see it is. Oh my gosh. Oh my so I'm wondering, I'm wondering, did they make an agreement? Are they doing some specific, you know, branded gaming apparel, you know, must be. Must I be. would think so. I've, I've got to say, I mean, it definitely is. Yeah, Devolver's going to be there. Devolver's and everything. I, I would certainly hope Devolver's going to be there. Yeah, and they got a bunch of stuff coming out. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it Finji, there, Finji, it certainly seems yeah. like it's it's sort of a return. Again, not not saying it's a return to form free league, not not a return to form because there's still. Well, what it feels like is that, like, but, you know, we're going to see a lot of the stuff that we saw yeah. at PAX East. <laughs> Um, some of the stuff from that we saw at PAX East just got released. Cult of the Lamb is one. That's a Devolver mm-hmm. joint. Um, and, you know, some other stuff is still, you know, to be released, Terra Nil and those kind of games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so those games are going to continue their circuit at PAX West. But then, you know, like what we just talked about, Nintendo actually making a push and showing. Yeah. So PAX, PAX West is going to start to pull back to where mm-hmm. what it used to be, um, where we saw some of that other stuff so if you're following coverage for pax east expect to see a continuation out of a lot of that stuff and a resurgence of some of the bigger stuff play Big on is shown play on. <laughs> <laughs> so Roth Fury, and, Roth Fury is and red Bull. yeah Fury is still d- pumping out a bunch of stuff i'm yeah. assuming that um you know i did i did god what was it gamescom last year i did the preview of superfuse oh that's right yeah like it was gamescom yeah, yeah. um so superfuse i think is probably going to start to make the turn where it's going to be more showable instead of just behind closed doors if i had to make a guess um i certainly have not received any specific information on that's just a guess on my part but sega will be there sega and sarah sega wait are those two different booths oh you know both both 803 for a second i didn't i i like i I wasn't reading fast enough and i thought that sega and sega europe decided to take two different booths but i think sega europe has like a soccer game or they have some sort of i know they do have kind of european specific a separate stuff. licensed a separate licensed thing and again it could yeah. be a soccer thing or it could be one of their total war or whatever else they make that um that they're bringing there but uh um <clears throat> scott studios is great uh they always I mean, are they still i mean a- i mean scott just re- released um uh, was it salt and sanctuary what was the yeah, what salt was the most sanctuary. recent was, was yeah. that the most recent one i think so, so. i mean i 
I'd be surprised if they were showing off another new thing. So I would assume that this is a continuation of Maybe. promo for that game. But um, you also have Skybound. Skybound is they get bigger and bigger. Um, <clears throat> Glitch Busters, WrestleFest, and a bunch of other things that they're right, right, right. You know, that they're that they're pushing out there. Um, but there's you know there's definitely Studio Kumio. There's definitely a lot of stuff here. And and again, it's it's interesting. Pokemon Company is it? They're at a separate booth. Oh wow, interesting. They're bringing, yeah, they're separate booth in Nintendo, so they're bringing okay. Full, <clears throat> obviously the card game, but if they're making their yeah. their push for you know you that might be a good good place to check out um you know Violet and Scarlet or whatever those two are. So interesting. That's, that's yeah, Quantum Master Physics Thunderful Thunder, Thunderful's at Thunderful everything. of course. Friends, yeah, Tiny Build is always there too. Um. And uh, Tripwire, Uber. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. The only thing missing, here you go. There's your beer. Okay, so go get your <laughs> beer. <laughs> the Ranger. Um, I think the only thing that's really kind of missing is is people. Because <laughs> I, I think there's still a lot of tickets available. That, that, I, mean, I mean, that's the biggest question, as always. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, again, every all of... These types of conventions, especially the fan-oriented instead of industry-oriented conventions, are always just going to be a question of we're going to see how it goes when it happens. Yeah. Um, and and the way that it's going to go is that if the publicist for the event talks about how many people there were there, then it went pretty well. Yeah. If yeah. they don't talk about how many people were there, it probably didn't go that that well. And that's yeah. just the way that it's going to keep going until we kind of get back up to those numbers that we want to advertise. Agreed. Agreed. This is, uh, you know, PAX East was great. I think we really enjoyed PAX East. There was very, there was a little bit of a, of a COVID outbreak, but I think it, you know, it wasn't anything that, um, honestly, it wasn't uh, anything, but. Yeah. I mean, like shockingly, you know, the, their, their overall COVID policies at back yeah, at East were pretty good. pretty good. You know, it was, everybody has to be masked 100% of the time. If you're on the floor, if you're in the hotel, um, walking around and that, and that kind of thing. Um, and vaccination was required. So I, I believe that's the same requirement for West as well. Sure. If, sure, yeah, if yeah. my memory serves properly, but yeah. you know, like I said, I, I was shocked because I came and went from PAX, uh, from PAX East and didn't, didn't, <laughs> Thank it. I yeah. uh, I did I did eventually catch COVID and it was from my daughter. From there is exactly so, yeah. I didn't catch it from the there way. either. I caught that's it. The, uh, that's the way it went from from my daughter. Um, but yeah, it's good good stuff. Pax West, uh, you know, it's I think it's gonna be worth checking out just for the cool indie stuff. And I'm gonna have to send JJ. I gotta print out a bunch of uh, uh, Team Choice awards and send stuff to JJ. So um, his yeah. unfortunately his his uh, panel got bumped for Reggie. Reggie Fizeme, bullshit. Um, but uh, let's move on to other other news here. Yeah, um, what do you have? You me? mentioned something uh, kind of actually Nintendo related, 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 and that's uh, Splatoon Three. They had their Splatoon Three Direct. I am, uh, I'm a huge fan of Splatoon of the Splatoon series, right? So I'm, I'm. Let me turn off the line. Here. Uh, it's it's a big thing in our house. We are. Uh, you know, nutso for the for the IP because it's just it's a really well done multiplayer um, and single player game. Now, obviously, the online stuff Nintendo needs to figure that that crap out. But 
<laughs> the games are playing online is still a blast uh, with Splatoon. Um, you know, and they're <clears throat> they definitely seem to be with this one working towards one thing that was an issue, which was the Splatfests, <clears throat> in that you had um, so inside baseball uh, teams would purposely choose the lesser they would purposely aim to like the better players the folks who are gaming the system choose the lesser like thing like if it was peach because they had a smaller pool a smaller pool which means the ratio if if they win the ratio is way better for that yeah to win and so that was the way to play uh to play splatoon uh in the splatfest this changes that by adding a third team which i think is really cool that means all three teams face off um so the first one is paper rock scissors which is next weekend actually they're giving that free beta test that right beta test. um so it's uh three teams on the splat fest uh the the top team so that you, you still play 4v4 so you can have like rock versus scissors paper versus rock whatever uh but it's 4v4 and then after sort of the first round uh, the first couple days or whatever um First day, they kind of tally up who's in, who's in the lead, and wh- whatever team is in the lead uh, on sort of the third or the second half of this thing, um, you get an all three team splatfest. The team that's in the lead is now stuck in the middle, sort of defending their zone, and the two outboard teams, the two lesser teams, are now the ones that have to kind of beat the uh, beat the, the better team in the middle, which makes it much more competitive um, and adds a real nice. Um, you know, uh, zinger to the, uh, playability to the thing. So, um, you're seeing some of those new moves here. Traversal and Splatoon was always really good, but Splatoon two got very vertical. Like you could actually climb up to some nice high points. Um, which meant that, uh, <clears throat> you had to get up buildings really fast. So what you're seeing there is a squid surge, which is going to help big, bigly for those of us that do a lot of vertical movement, a lot of motion in the game. Um, to get those buildings really quick. And then the squid roll is actually kind of cool because you could not turn on a dime. You could you would get picked off very easily if you were not, you know, phenomenal at um at playing keep away in uh in in Splatoon. So adding this in, I think um this new kind of squid roll is actually a really really cool thing, gets you out of the way way pretty quickly. So uh <clears throat> essentially that's you turn on a dime and, and back out of the way. Um, they did announce a bunch of stuff there. I'm going to, you know, pause it here, blah, 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 scroll down. Um, some of the cool things are obviously some of the new battles and stuff. Um, uh, but you know, new weapons, new accessories, you can definitely customize your character a heck of a lot more. Uh, you know, the whole, the blow, which I think is called the stringer weapon. And then the, um, the splatana swords. So it's like the basically swords are called splatanas, um, which is, pretty cool i think it's it's an idea they have these locker things so in previous splatoon games you would get together you know you would have a character or you know you you could take a look at the opponents and teammates gear after a match um uh or i think during a match whatever you could kind of see what what the people you played with had um and it was kind of interesting, but it was basically, you know, kind of bland. It was essentially looking at just a one screenshot of what they have. And then you could try to pick up some of their gear through weird means. <clears throat> this actually does uh, full on um, lockers now, which I think ties into the whole Splatoon thing. 
pretty interestingly because it's like, hey, now it's it, it, this is meant to be a fun multiplayer experience. So they're splat fests, right? They're, uh, they're of course going to be a locker because it's like a bunch of kids that are playing, you know, nerf with each other and stuff. So what is view replies mean? That's crazy. Um, so I think it's kind of a cool, a, a cool added feature to that. Uh, and then, um, yeah, I don't know. Splatoon. I love Splatoon. Uh, you know, the whole new single player uh, storytelling. It's got a bunch of other stuff. There's a, there's the turf, ta- table turf, turf table, table turf battle uh, card game. So deck builder is built in. Splatoon has always had these sort of mini games in there. Um, but, you know, I think it's, I it's, for me, it's just kind of a cool thing that, uh, that you know, this game has as well. So and as Playland says, you know, they promise at least two years of continuous content support. They do. Um what what's really good about uh, Nintendo with Splatoon is that they, you know, one year after the original, after Splatoon 2 came out, they announced the Octo expansion, big DLC bump um, at E3. Yeah, they, they basically took yeah. they took that idea and instead of waiting, they just kind of did that up yeah. front. I mean, so that, yeah. that was part of the direct is they instead of waiting, letting people or making people wait for that period yeah. of time, they said, listen, you're going to get a big DLC content drop as part of this game yep. just to make sure that people knew ahead of time that it was going to be part of it. Agreed. Agreed. And I, I, they haven't announced like a uh, season pass or anything, which is kind of interesting because Nintendo does typically do that. Um, uh, Switch online incorporated. Maybe I would not. Maybe. Be I, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I actually, I feel kind of like both ways on this one. Cause it, it feels like a big, a big driver. Uh, like it's a huge kind of a draw. I mean, we've yeah, talked yeah. To, on the discourse separately about kind of what the big Nintendo Switch IPs are, and we kind of agree that that um, that this is one of them. Um, and so that Splatoon is one of them. So it's a matter of like, is it too big to incorporate as part of Switch Online? I mean, Mario Kart Eight is probably the highest it's selling ip yeah. on the nintendo switch and that was not too big to incorporate right. into right. nintendo switch online so from my perspective you know incorporating whatever content patch is part of splatoon is certainly not too big right to help sell nintendo switch online subs in they my added- no, I completely, I completely agree with you. Considering that they added the Octo expansion as part of the Switch Online for Splatoon Two, so they want folks who right. don't maybe don't have it yet. I think it's actually a smart thing. You don't have it yet. Um, here it is for free if you already have the Nintendo Switch Online and and check it out because that might get people interested. I think in either buying the DLC the, the next time the around only- or getting into Switch Online. Right, or or at least the expansion portion of it, right? Yeah, because yeah, you need the yeah. you need you need Nintendo Switch Online just to play it online or to play Splatoon online in the first place. It's like, all right, well, how do we get those additional conversions onto the mm-hmm. the plus the expansion portion of it? Yeah. Well, hey, you know, you here's go. you want you want more Splatoon? Here's how you get it. And again, you you, you we we've talked about you know you may not get a ton of uh big game releases right away but um on switch online uh first party stuff but uh, the dlc i think is a good it, it, that's a good avenue i would definitely subscribe to get they the they need to keep leaning into it i think yeah if if they <laughs> yeah. want if they want continuous conversions and don't make it the dlc 
uh, yeah, Octo Expansion's DLC is cool. You know, from two, three years, four years ago, four years it's ago. Pretty now. old. It's pretty old. Pretty old. <laughs> old. It's like here, take it. Yeah. But you got to get the newer stuff out there. The Splatoon three one would be great. That it's day and date. It's on Switch Online, and um, it's nice to do the you know the, the Mario Kart eight stuff is good. But uh, I really do hope that they, um, you know, really focus on that uh, leading to that. Uh, and again. <clears throat> it's who knows what's going to happen with, with all this stuff, but um, switch online is going to, yeah, let's play. And maybe that'll make it finally, maybe get a switch. Um, I think at, at, it's almost rare to find because of how well the switch is selling. I think they showed some of the numbers last week and this week and stuff. Uh, it's rare now to find people who don't have a, a switch um, only because it sells so well. And uh, I think Nintendo did, um, you know they revise their numbers. Obviously, we talked. I mean, we talked about it last yeah, week. Yeah, I mean, I feel. I feel like we're pretty close to maximum install base. You think? But I would then, think you would think. Um, but uh, this is where those special editions start to come in, right? Um, yeah. Parents still don't have switches in their houses. Like the Wii was in everybody's home because the elderly play it went. You know, it went all over the place. Um. Get that Switch Sports bundle, which has got to be coming this year. You can no longer do... You may still have a Mario Kart 8 bundle again that Nintendo might push out there for the heck of it as sort of a way to get people to get into Switch Online. Um, you know, it'll have a big sticker. It says, now with 48 more tracks. But <clears throat> you need to get that Switch Sports bundle out there because that's going to sell to senior living centers it's going to sell to my parents might finally be interested right. like they still play the wii because that's the only gaming console that matches what they want you know but, but if my dad could get switch sports um and finally upgrade because the golf thing is going to come out in october too which i haven't really talked about in a while uh <clears throat> i think that neither is you know, nintendo neither is nintendo but i think that's a big seller for them and i think you're going to see a lot you're going to see a lot more sales and i think that's why they're they're confident in their sales numbers this year, even though, you know, folks like you and me <clears throat> probably won't get another switch. Although I, I would, wouldn't mind jumping up to that OLED because that thing, that screen is really nice, but I'm, Listen, I'm holding out. I, for I, the, I, I know, I know that we're not official and we're getting <laughs> yeah, yeah. in and we'll just, we'll just retrace our same old rumor yep, territory, yep. but I cannot bring myself to do it because yeah, you know, as much as there has been a back and forth about, Whatever a new Nintendo Switch is, <laughs> there is one coming. It's we know gonna come. Is. Like yep. it does. Eh, we don't know when for sure. Although we all, you know, I think that on the side questing side of things, we lean towards Q1 into Q2 yeah. of 23. Yeah. Um, you know, the surrounding in the in the overall ambiance of uh, Breath of the Wild 2, somewhere in there. You know, I will say though, if it comes out the second one, and it doesn't have an OLED option, I'll feel fucking dumb as shit. <laughs> I'm gonna feel like such so, such an asshole. Yeah. If yeah. that game, if it, if that console comes out and there's not an OLED option, I'm just gonna sit here. I'm like, my pants will be down. I'll just be like, yeah, there it is. There's the egg on my, on my face. I I like. What are you gonna do? I, they release a new the new version of it, and it still doesn't have OLED. And it's like, okay, what am I gonna do? Wait another four years for the OLED version of the new Switch version? I, I'll, I'll, yeah, it's it's. I'd, it, I'd no, be it's so crazy. pissed. I'd be it, so pissed. 
I'd be so pissed, and at the same time, I think, shit, but it doesn't, but it's gonna perform better. Which yeah, that's, that's the problem. It. It's like I'm not gonna go back to the OLED if they release something that has new hardware internals. It actually performs better, etc., um, etc. Et um, there's no way I can't do um, it. I, I completely agree. It's, uh, I, I, yeah, it's it's gonna be me being really. <laughs> but I also wouldn't. Really? I like. I would not surprise me in the least. New Switch hardware comes out. Boom. There's no OLED version. That's two years down the pike, at least. They, I would not. You know what? Here's, here's my prediction. Maybe there are two versions of new Switch hardware. There is an OLED version and a non-OLED, more light, ver- dockless version that they sell. That maybe means, that that's that that becomes the split. Really yeah, that becomes a split, and then. <clears throat> but you want the OLED for the for not being docked. You don't want the OLED right. Oh, dude, how they're going to sell. Don't, do not, do not suggest it. Do not suggest to me, do not suggest to me that we're going to make a OLED dockless version and then a docked intended version with higher specs, but it doesn't have OLED. Fuck you. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I will. It would be the most Nintendo move ever. Oh, really. I'm gonna be so. I'm gonna be let's, so fucking let, pissed. Let's move on, because uh, yeah, yeah, we. I'm gonna that's lose not it. coming this year. You know what else is not coming this year? Hogwarts Legacy. Uh, that Marvel, got pushed. That got pushed. Marvel's Midnight Suns. That got pushed. Uh, um, let's see. I will say, pushed, uh, yeah, Midnight Suns is not surprising me at Metal all. Slug Tactics. Yeah, yeah. Midnight Suns. Yeah. Metal Slug Tactics actually did surprise me a little bit because they actually had something to show for it. Uh, but what I mean, whatever publisher polish um, they wanted on it was was obviously not there. But Midnight Suns hadn't really been. All we had was kind of teasers. So like that one was like sure, you know, sure. we didn't we hadn't entered that true that PR sprint of. Here's what here's the game you're gonna get. We hadn't gotten there yet, so I'm not surprised that, that one moved over. Anything that you if you have not started to see the true PR push of this is what this game is like and we can't wait to get it into your hands and blah 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 blah. If you haven't seen that yet for a game, it's probably not coming this calendar yeah, year. Right, right, right. It, we're too late at this point. You know what's interesting I know. is it, it well, I you know there are there are a bunch of games that have that were announced earlier this year, but never got um, that were supposed to be launching this year, but never got uh, release dates. Like I'm, Metal Slug Tactics, are thinking I'm like there was another sort of tactic type of game. Oh yeah, the Advanced Front Wars? Mission. No, well Advance oh. Wars, yeah, but Front <laughs> Mission that was supposed to actually launch this yeah, summer. True, the true, true. Version of Front Mission and Second, but um. Yeah, the Advance Wars game is nowhere to be. That got pushed. That that got pushed early for other other reasons, understandably so. After um, it it was supposed to be December last year, and then it got pushed to April for to you know to fix whatever issues they had, and then um, then, obviously the war in Ukraine. Yeah, Nintendo is, is very very cautious about that kind of stuff, so they may be waiting a little bit further. But um, I actually thought that was gonna launch in august i really did think that was gonna launch this month like hey by the way uh you know you got that they were gonna announce it in june to say the game was coming out but it's not so that may be pushed to 
they may just kind of dump that sucker out in November or December this year. Are I was going to say that's not, It's either going to be a holiday or wait till. I mean, they'll they'll. They, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It it feels like something they put in the holiday to me. Yeah, it does. It kind of um, does. Obviously, it's what they wanted to put in the holiday last year. Yeah. Uh, but you know, maybe they have a better idea of where they want to slot it for a specific sales target call. <laughs> Nintendo has um, a really good slate this year, uh, and it's it, it doesn't include any games that have not been announced. Like Nintendo slate this year, we know all about it. They've drip fed stuff all summer, but we knew about all these games since like February, at the latest since February. So. Here's a list. I yeah, mean, posted this in our Discord of of the the games that after all these delays, here are games that I know that uh, that we know are coming out. So the, I, I want to say the AAA games. Obviously, Nintendo has Splatoon, Pokemon, Bayonetta. Ubisoft has Mario and Rabbids. I, is that that pirate game this year too? Um, maybe I don't know. Uh, Sega has Which Sonic one? Frontier. The was it the the pirate game? Uh, Ubisoft's pirate game thing that's what oh the one that uh came from the offshoot of yeah, black flag yeah, the one we can't skull name. and bones skull and bones yeah that's supposedly still coming this year um god of war sonic frontiers gotham knights callisto protocol obviously you have the call of duty all those sports games um you got uh the Har- harvestella is coming out i know zach's really yeah. looking forward to that one I, I will say if we if you want to talk about publishers, single publishers yeah. that are pushing the most, Square Enix. Square Enix, yes, is yeah. kind of kind of sure. pulling s- double duty this year yep. as far as uh, they sec- are third and fourth quarters right now. Yeah, I mean Square has I mentioned Crisis Core supposedly still this year. Yeah, um, they got uh, Harvestella. Um, are they doing Valkyrie Elysium? Is that them? I believe I so. Diofield Chronicle is in September. Diofield Chronicles. And that demo is out, by the way. Check that. I haven't played that yet. Is uh, it really? Yeah. I've not, not tried it. Yep. Um, so, yeah, they got a ton of crap coming out. Uh, yeah. Square, good job to Square. And then, you know, obviously Plague Tale, Last of Us, Saints Row, and then. Uh, you know, everyone's giggling about Overwatch 2, whatever that is, and then Soul Hackers 2, right? And there's even yeah. more. There's tons of tons of other stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, the uh, people, the people, the uh, Playland, just to, to respond to what you said, uh, the people that say that there are not games is yeah. that a there is. I'm not going to call it propaganda, but the mentality of the Game Pass. Games that have come to Game Pass are not, you know, quote unquote big releases is is sure. definitely catching some traction. Yeah. Um so there is a certain mentality of like Plague Tale Requiem in another year without Game Pass would probably be a big ticket item or a, or at least a bigger ticket item. It's not a platform identifying release necessarily, but it's a big game. Um, I think that is the overall view of Game Pass has reduced it a little bit. Um, But that being said, there's no platform identifying first-party releases other than God of War Ragnarok uh, that are really on the slate. And Ragnarok is a sequel. It's It's not... God of War remake um or you know the got you know the newest God of War from 2018 that game was 
you know, PS4 identifying. Yeah. It, it, those games are what's missing from this year, yes. and that's what that's yeah, what agree. people are talking about. Um, that there is no holiday game coming out that is platform identifying, mm-hmm. um, and that's you know people are gonna people are gonna complain about it. That's what yep. that's what people do. They complain, yep. and yep, they you complain. know they they it's it's crazy how easy they make it. Uh, I personally I personally think that this the first front half of this year was overly stacked. Um, yeah, it was. You yeah. know, we got we got some incredible first and second quarter games. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles from Nintendo just came out. That game is really really good. We'll get to that later because I'll talk about it more. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, it's we already just had a really good year, um, and I think a lot of the major publishers and platform uh platform companies looked at it and said you know what this year was good enough we're gonna push the things that we can push uh so that we can properly cover for 2023 and that's the way that's the way it worked out so you know it's just for the same reason why we saw we're going to start to see this continual bend of release date pushes Mm-hmm. Until everything slowly evens out, so we'll still see some pushes from twenty three into twenty four yep. next year as we kind of have compression from uh, the release date uh, pushbacks from this year and and all that kind of stuff. So until everything really truly evens out, but my guess is that that'll happen between twenty twenty three into twenty twenty four. Uh, 2023 will still see things that get pushed over to the next year. I don't if think, you think we'll Final Fantasy 16 is launching next year. We probably maybe, we, uh, maybe uh, I think I think that there's reason to hope that it does, but yeah. there's also reason to believe that it doesn't. Correct. I think that both things are valid. Um, it would be a really strong 2023 holiday release. I'll yes. put it that way. Yes. It would be good there. Uh, and, uh, if you are a believer, yeah, exactly. Plan you're on the right, you're on the right track. If you're a believer, that's what I would hope for. Uh, it's not going to be a summer release. Nope. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I really wish it. Yeah. I wish it, I wish it did. I mean, listen, if things turn out really good and it turns out that Square Enix looks at their holiday and says, actually, you know what? Holidays too stacked for X, Y, and Z reason. Maybe they push it to summer. It's only if everything goes perfectly and it turns out that they have a holiday that needs to fill for mm-hmm. for other games. It, it's going to be one. Listen, it, it, the, the thing about it is that that's the way that it goes for every publisher yeah, every yeah. single year. We just don't know about it because publishers don't want to publicize those conversations that happen behind the scenes. But the reality is that this that's this mm-hmm. type of you know kind of we're i mean we're summarizing it in like six minutes but um this is the this is the <laughs> conversation that happens every for every single release uh, at every single publishing studio across the industry is that like okay well what if we push this to this time and this to this time and what about that for this quarter that happens every single year so yeah square is going to be looking at final fantasy 16 they're going to be evaluating how important of it it is to a mm-hmm. release you know, do we have to put it into holiday because of this reason or this reason or what will we actually have this game already, et cetera, et cetera. Um, personally, I think I look, I look at what Square has. I don't think they have anything that's bigger. You, you want, you want the biggest game that you have to be in holiday is Final Fantasy 16. 
there are there are always extenuating circumstances that can come up that will come up that will change that but no it was uh, it, it's interesting because you're seeing the reverse of the uh the film industry happen with the game industry yeah and i, and I actually kind of like it the film industry the game industry was like this for a long time in that <clears throat> always around e3 you would get here's yeah. the date Here's it was so much more predictable. 11, it was... 11, 11, 11, right, guys? Yeah. 11, 11, 22. Like, everybody was like, oh, yeah. put it on the date. You know, here is the date that the game is launching, um, which movies are doing nonstop right now. Movies, like, Marvel and DC are saying, here's here's the date that the next Spider-Man or Avengers, it's launching on this date. Like, they already have those dates spec'd out for, like, 2024, 2025 the gaming side is taking a step back and saying, you know what aiming now we're aiming for quarter to 2023. I much rather prefer that. Or if they say summer 2023, like final fantasy 16, I much rather prefer that than hard timeline because getting, giving the, it feels like it works better for the developers that they don't have to like in the past, that summer 2023 would have been, this is June twenty June eighteenth, twenty twenty three. But now summer twenty twenty three is this is September eighteenth, twenty twenty three, right? So I think that actually does help the development side because these poor developers are facing incredible crunch right now. Um, but then at the same time, <clears throat> companies are realizing because of the still. I mean, we're we're a post. We're not post pandemic there's still a pandemic there's two of them now um but uh you know we're in a we're in a world where it's no longer about going into the office every single day yeah we i mean so so you, you, regardless yeah. of what we say about the pandemic yeah the the scope of uh you know corporate environments have changed yes. yeah irreversibly and so yep. you know if you're if you're in a situation where that doesn't apply to know that it will apply to mm -hmm. game studios yep. um probably forever yep. um so timelines will need to continue to be adjusted um it's probably going to take at least another two years for that to be figured out especially at the larger like the really big studios across the board mm -hmm. Um, obviously smaller studios are more nimble. They'll figure it out faster, or at least they have the resources or the flexibility to I, do so. I agree. But at, le at least another two years from now, not, not, not from the start of everything, um, for the bigger studios to really be able to figure it out yeah. and find a way that works for them. So I, yeah. End and, of 20, end of 2024 is when you're finally going to start seeing them understand the, the end of 2024 stuff is, our games that were some of those games are probably scheduled for late 2022. They maybe even late 2021 because, but things have been pushed um, to give you guys a, a little bit of uh, inside baseball. <clears throat> the suicide squad game was set to launch uh, alongside um, initially the things that I heard set to launch in the um, first few months uh, of um, the new consoles, the Xbox Series X and the yeah. PlayStation 5. Um, and the Gotham Knights game was actually set to launch in 2020. Like they were pushing that game because remember there's going to be a whole, the whole Court of Owls thing that they were talking about and a lot of that kind of stuff. Well, when the pandemic hit, uh, all these companies that were working at breakneck speed to hit a lot of these dates really had to pull back and understand this whole new work thing. Um, 
And that changed stuff. And that was a domino effect. It's like, wow, we were, you know, you're discovering things and issues. I actually do think the games that are going to come out are going to be better for it from a development standpoint, because now they've actually had time to really go through and hammer out some of these issues. But um, yeah, you're seeing games <clears throat> that are launching in supposedly 2023 that were initially going to launch in like 2020 and early 2021. So, um, but I think one, one last thing and, and we'll move on. I also think that this is why you're seeing a lot of mergers and acquisitions because these yeah. companies need to get more studios under their belts so that they can. Everybody, everybody needs resources. I mean, yeah, that's the biggest yeah. problem is that everybody needs resources. I mean, whether yeah. it's, it's, you know, development resources, whether it's technical resources, whether it's literally HR, financial, like, you know, those kind of back of the house things that you take for granted. Everybody needs, you know, that kind of human mm -hmm. capital stuff. Yep. Um, and then the one last thing I want to tack on is that what it really means is that because of the five year minimum, you know, especially for AAA stuff, five year yep. development cycle is kind of like that bare minimum for a AAA game. What it really means is that everything is kind of starting in 2021 into 2022 as far as kind of starting to figure everything out. So the first game that's going to come out entering into a full dev cycle into this new way of things, we're not going to see for like four years. Yeah. Uh, so like 25, man. Yeah, I mean, like we're, we're going to see game delays that might, you know, anything that's been announced mm -hmm. yep. in the past four years, maybe we'll say two to three years at minimum has a chance of getting pushed back because it had to get adjusted because of the change of the way of work. Um, the only time that we're going to start to see that get pulled away is games that either were announced in the last 18 months um, or games that are going to be announced in the next 18 months. You correct. Those, yeah. you know, that, that kind of 36 month window are probably games that are going to be much more solidified in, in our expectations by comparison, but Agreed. everything else is like, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, yeah, it's going to be um, a new normal, but there are tons of games coming out. We're going to talk about that. That, that is true. There's one of your games still coming. <laughs> it is. We are, um, you know, I look back at like everyone, you know, they everyone always says their their favorite year is this year or that year. 2009 true. was incredible. 2000, 2011 was great. It's like, dog, 2022 was phenomenal. And we <laughs> we're, half, we're only halfway through it. Like, 2022 the quality of games that released so high is so freaking high just till now and the whole back half of this this is going to be square enix's best year ever for games and you know obviously apart from like the big tenpole final fantasy stuff this is a phenomenal second half uh for square enix and really this this full length of of the year so yeah there's there's plenty um and you're going to see a lot more, a lot more cool stuff. I mean, th there have been a lot of games announced. I think that's why there haven't been so many games announced. To your point, um, why there haven't been a lot of games announced this year. Yeah. Like, uh, but I will say this: um, there were a couple quick announcements uh, of games. Um, Hit me. Uh, Alone in the Dark is back. So during um, THQ Nordic, you know, they... they That's they, right. Hey, THQ Nordic did do a uh, little 45-minute yeah. promo. They announced and, a couple things. 
It's and I think they did they did the right thing, and you're gonna see a lot of this kind of stuff, which is reboots and remasters and remakes of and and kind of up res ports for the next year. Um, a lot of this stuff has been in the works. Like obviously, Alone in the Dark is is much further um, apart. It's more of the final of the Resident Evil Four style full on remake uh, of a game, but you're also seeing, uh, you know, the the gothic one they're calling their gothic one is coming out that, that they announced as well, but it's sort of a remaster remake of that first game uh, of that original. So you're, you're getting a lot, you're going to see a lot of this as the last of us remake, right? It's less resources because a lot of the work is, has been done. Um, but it does fill holes, you know, in, uh, it fills those gaps in the lineups that um, yeah. these companies need to put games out. Again, this is great uh, from my standpoint, because, it allows people <clears throat> opportunities to play games that they have missed that you don't want. Trust me, you don't want to replay a lot of these games on modern devices because they look like right. absolute trash. Anything, from but not. But not only that, you know, we're <laughs> we're pulling in we're pulling in a lot of games from console area from console eras, not areas, um, yeah. where PC porting was not the norm. Correct. So we're we're gonna see a lot of the remakes as opportunities yep. for PC porting, uh, where sure. it just wouldn't yeah. have been done before. I mean, you know, Xbox three sixty and PS three games, you had a very select handful of games that were like, Yeah, this is gonna come to PC too. It's not it just wasn't the same back in, you know, two thousand eight to two thousand twelve. It Agreed. just wasn't Agreed. so uh, you know, there that PC market is a very you know, uh, that's a that's a market that a bunch of developers and de- or venture publishers are going to want to be able to capitalize on. Um, let's move on uh, and talk about some of the games that we've been playing. Before we do, I just want to mention real quick because we did have Evo over the past oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. over the past we, week too. Yes, I don't know if you had any thoughts. I have my own thoughts about it. Did we talk about Evo uh, on like Monday show last week's show? I think we did. I don't briefly. remember. Did we? We did. Maybe briefly. we mentioned it. But go ahead. Go ahead. But talk about it again. Yeah, yeah. The biggest thing that I just wanted to mention is that there was a bunch of games that got confirmed for rollback netcode. Yeah. And if we're one, if yeah. we're going to talk about, oh, it was a playland confirmed that we did. Uh, he paid more attention to last week's show than I did. Um, <laughs> but talk about the rollback at least. Yeah. Talk about yeah. I mean, rollback uh, confirmed for. Um, uh, Samurai Shogun or Samurai Showdown, it got confirmed for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Um, that's true. I did talk about how bored I was about Tekken because it sucks. Um, uh, I love it. One of the things that was interesting about uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z is, or Dragon Ball Fighters, is that it's PS5 only. They did not incorporate rollback into the PS4 version. Um, but, uh, it was what's interesting to me is now that especially now that I've reflected on it is just the overall impression about Evo was this. It felt like it was being pushed, you know, because of how important Evo is, and because of how many different studios and games announced rollback as a part of the show. It just it was more yeah. impactful than it ever like, you know, and it made Street Fighter's omission of rollback netcode still that much more uh important i don't know anyway, so i don't want to spend too much time on it but i i was just i was reminiscing about this this past week stuff and it, it was 
really, uh, I was thinking about it again. It's so important to me. Yes, 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 yes. Well, um, I think it's awesome. I, I yeah, none of those uh, rollback is coming to anything switch related. It's mostly everything else. But uh, yeah. no, I think you know rollback is definitely seems to be the it's, way. It's it's it, it is it is cementing itself as kind of yes. the future of fighting game netcode and online play, and it's really is very interesting to you know we're in that moment of watching it happen. It's very cool. Clement says some Sunsoft is coming back. Yep, they are. We'll we'll talk about that once they have their they're having their their showcase. I think next week or something. Um, this are week, they? They're having a showcase. Yeah, probably show a couple 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 games. I'll but, be waiting. Uh, let's talk about games that we have been playing now because there are a ton. Um, and uh, it's Taylor. I love Pokemon. Bliss is playing Pokemon RC. No, you're playing <laughs> uh, a ginormous RPG, dude. Um, it is fucking huge so yeah so i'm so so i'm playing a game i can't talk about yet um uh that is that'll be ne- that'll be on next week's show um okay. th- then then i'll be able to talk about it um but xenoblade chronicles 3 still is is quite is quite large um you know it's it's weird it is so uh, kind of as i've come to play it more it's a very much it's a comfort food game you keep playing it and you just keep enjoying it um it's not the best thing that you've ever that you've ever eaten uh but it's always good <laughs> uh you know it's it's weird because as good as it looks on switch compared to a the other games on switch and just in general uh a lot of the animations are really stiff um Dally, you've probably seen it on yeah, Chronicles yeah. too as you've been playing it yep. um Still, a lot yeah. of those a lot of those things are really similar um you know some of the animation trans like it's weird because you play the game and you're in a fight and all of those animations look really good and it's very fluid and then they transition it's like okay it's time for a cutscene, and everybody makes sharp 90 degree turns when they want to go and like exit stage left or, or something along those lines and like those animations are are very stiff and it's like because the rest of it looks so good, those animations are especially like they stand out especially so because it takes away from how impressive the rest of it looks. Hmm. Um, and so I've just I've been running into that, but I mean the rest of it's all really good. I mean it tells an interesting story. Um, sure. You know it it looks impressive on the on the switch. The raw like so you know you have the difference between the fully choreographed cutscenes and then the pseudo in engine cutscenes. When you have the pseudo in engine cutscenes, they're just like, you know, it just doesn't you lose something because they've taken the models, they're following the pre-rigged um you know cutscene model, but it's not mm-hmm. it's not the full cutscene. It's not the same. So the the full the full the fully animated cutscenes look all really good, um, which just make the half animated cutscenes look worse by comparison. So, um, anyway, the game's still good. The story is interesting. You know, it just you know I'm at like forty fucking hours, man. <laughs> Already, man. I'm tired. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like probably a good. Mm-hmm. eight hours of it is idle time because you know sure shit, oh yeah you know, you know it's it's over the weekend i've got i'm trying to play it 
I've got it docked. My daughter comes out of nowhere and I just pause it. You know, you know I just press the menu so button. You're playing and... it docked. Uh, any any reason between docked and, and handheld mode? Uh so I I mean I've done I've done a handful of both. Um the biggest reason is because I have two monitors here and oh, okay. one right. so what I'll do is you know on my time where so that I don't have to move anywhere uh, if I've got a free time during my day I'll just swap my input on one of my monitors to HDMI and boom I I can just play it right mm-hmm. on my screen without without leaving my desk and that's convenient and then I'll pick up and go if uh if I if I have to move for some for some reason or another but yeah, I mean, like like I said, it still looks really good. I mean, it, it almost looks more impressive handheld than it does on the dock, especially because I have a 2K monitor and not a 1080p. Sure. Um, 2K, the Switch really, really struggled. I, like, you know, because there's there's no inherent upscaling for anything above 1080p. It's just what, you know, it's just raw uh, resolution translation. So it, you know, it does, it's not meant to be displayed on 1440p at whatever mm-hmm. in any capacity uh but it all plays really good i mean you know it's still a good game hmm. it's you know i i yeah I, I i'll leave it there i said my piece that that's what i have to say <laughs> about Zeta. like i said it's still really fun to play i'm still i'm gonna keep yeah. playing it until it's done the story is finally kind of hitting a really good stride sure. but as i mentioned before i'm like you know whatever somewhere between 30 to 38 hours of, of raw playtime it's a lot of it's a lot of playtime <laughs> um i am what about you? I, I i well <clears throat> obviously still playing xenoblade 2 yeah i saw uh, you i saw you clock in as xenoblade 2 yeah I, I clock into that sucker um and I, I mentioned before i'm not starting xenoblade 3 until i finish xenoblade 2 uh, Which I respect, one, and and yeah. I think it's I think it's the right move. Yeah, and I I'm actually there's a you know, I don't know if there's the same way as Xenoblade Three. There's a lot of fucking fetch quests in Xenoblade Two. Holy! Sh- it so is- yeah, I mean I've I have moved on. Uh, maybe maybe I'm like bringing back my repressed Xenoblade Chronicle Two memories. I am skipping. If it if it shows me in a secondary quest. I cancel it. I'm not doing that shit. Yeah, I'm yeah, done. I'm I am canceling the secondary quest. I'm going back to my main quest. You can catch me later. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, the only secondary quests, and, and this is me. Uh, obviously, there's a gotcha element to this game, right? To get the the blades, the dragon. Which, by the way, you don't need to really do that. You don't have to. You don't it it will make it. the game easier, though. <laughs> yeah, it will make the game easier. Yeah, it's definitely, it definitely if you if you grab, get a couple of the the better uh, drivers, but um, or the better blades. But uh, <clears throat> I am uh, I've unlocked a bunch of those blades, and I think I'm just I think I'm just about to finish like chapter five. I think there's like eight eight or nine chapters. I'm just about to finish chapter five. A lot of shit has gone down. Um, and uh, there's like cool, like the mercenary stuff. You can kind of send your your things out for like a half hour. Your some of your blades and and uh, rack up experience points and take on these little quests. There's a lot of side shit in Xenoblade um, in the series in general. Uh, Xenoblade Two has a ton of it. Um, way mind blowing th- compared to Xenoblade One and X. I, I can't imagine what Xenoblade Three is like. But yeah, uh, <clears throat> I spent far too much time doing these dumb side quests to the point where my characters are 
are way OP for the majority of the lands that I show up in in the story. Like I'll show up. So have you have you been doing have you been adding, you know, at the rest spots, have you been doing the level up scenario? Yep. So that's the problem. So the reason why and and and, and as I as I've been like reading up on you know because the functionality exists in Xenoblade Chronicles 3 as well. Um the reason why the option to level up at rest spots was added is because of how overpowered you got from Xenoblade Chronicles 1. Yeah, that's true. Just from doing normal shit. So they added the option of you get to choose whether or not you level up all of that bonus XP mm-hmm. or not. So you can stay lower leveled if you want, or you can level up exactly however much you want or not at all. Um, yep. And actually, if you do New Game Plus, at least I'm assuming this is the case in, in 3, this is the case in number 2, mm-hmm. you can actually delay. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. so if you do New Game Plus on Xenoblade Chronicles 2, you could actually roll backwards if nice. you went up too high from the bonus XP stuff. It, it, um, and maybe that's part of the issue because then Xenoblade 2 ends up really being like a... I'm going to shut this guy down over here. Ends up... Um, if you're overpowered, it's really... It, it just becomes, a like I said, fetch quest galore. And in the story itself, there are fetch quests that you have to get yeah. through. Like, go over here uh, to get this... This blade is running amok, so go follow the blade here. Okay, you get to the point. It's like, okay, she disappeared again. The only way to get to her is you gotta go find the fi- you gotta go find five yellow barrels. Like, okay, all right, go find the five yellow barrels. Okay, you go to find the five yellow barrels. The guy's like, well, uh, they actually went to the th- green barrels, but to get to the green barrels, you need to get five of these or four of these stupid things, and they're located on a different continent. So then you get it's like. Uh, I don't want to do I will, this. I just want I will to go say, to the freaking story. It's not been that bad. At least, I mean, I've been following okay. primarily main story stuff. Mm-hmm. Not been that bad. It's good. Story. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, but you know, I am. I'm still enjoying Xenoblade, Xenoblade Two because I'm, I'm. I'm a fan of the series. But anyways, <clears throat> the game that I've been playing. Um, hit me. Hit yeah. Let me share. This is the Japanese. Uh, the Japanese trailer. Um, and then I'll get into like the stuff that I've been playing. Uh, it's called. Um, <clears throat> there's a character. Let me preface this. There's a character in Japanese manga from like the early '90s called Crayon Shin. It's about this five-year-old kid, this oh, preschooler, okay. who just does the. You know, he's literally just a kid, and it's about his. It's like Dennis the Menace, essentially. Um, and he makes his parents and his relatives angry, and he goes on his little, little adventures. Well. <clears throat> they made they actually made a series of games in the anime uh, based on Crayon Shin that became really popular. Never made it to the US. Um, I think there was like PlayStation games. Uh, yeah, it's that like that were made. That's many, um, many, and I uh, mean, we we hold on. Let me pull, as I pull up the Wikipedia pages if I know for offhand. That's I mean I'm looking at the Wikipedia. We ha- we have Game Boy games. We have yeah. Super Famicom games. We have arcade games. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Sega. We've got 3DO. Uh, we've got many PC games. Many 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 many. PlayStation, <laughs> Game Boy Advance, Wii, Nintendo DS. 
Um, None of which came Nintendo to... 3DS. Yeah, not a single one was ever been localized. So there was so here here's here's a little bit of the background info on this. Um, there was a company that was making games called My Summer Vacation, which were not necessarily you know crayon shin related, but um, th- while those games don't exist anymore, the developer I'm sorry, I'm messing around with the USB cord for some reason. The developers of those games uh, are still around, and they actually made this game, which is the first one to release in the US. Now, this has actually been out for like a year in Japan. Um, uh, <clears throat> this is the first time it's coming out here in the West, and the game is called <clears throat> All right, ready. Shin Chan, Me and the Professor on Summer Vacation, The Endless Seven-Day Journey. Whew, there you go. <clears throat> Quirky-ass name, but there's reasons to it, because um, it mixes, obviously, Summer Vacation stuff. This is uh, an adventure game, um, and I'm going to show you my yeah. videos and pictures that I took in a second. This is an adventure game with a little bit of action in there. You can catch bugs. You can go fishing. You can dance. Um, uh, you can... there's a bunch of little like silly very easy little fetch quests um that you kind of take on but you're earning like yen cash basically pocket money here and there Uh, and it's all about this there's kind of a couple little stories here very easily digestible stories there's this professor which you kind of saw there who created this camera that takes weird photographs you don't you know i don't want to there's dinosaur i don't want to get into that uh until later um, but, uh, and then there's this girl essentially that, um, you can, if you take enough pictures with this camera and do a bunch of like stuff around town, you kind of win a, I think you kind of win a date. Anyways, I, whatever. Um, you star as Shin Chan and his family. They're on vacation in this little town. They're staying with friends or whatever. And they live above, uh, you know, they're staying above this uh, restaurant. And so they're like, hey, hey, kid, for the next week, go out and have fun. That's that scene right there. Every morning they wake up with like a stretch and a dance, which I think is kind of badass. Um, and they're like, hey, go, go and have fun. Just go explore this town. Um, it reminds me, and this is a weird way to say it, <clears throat> reminds me of that Peppa Pig game that's out. Um, <laughs> from, the, from the idea of... It's about kids and kids doing stuff. However, in this case, Shin Chan is a thousand times more interesting than Peppa Pig because he is part Peppa, part part George Pig, so Peppa's younger brother, um, part Dennis the Menace, uh, and all taken with a definite adult sense of humor. Um, yeah, which, which which definitely comes from the original, like you know, yeah. the the source material of shin exactly. chan <clears throat> yeah as uh yeah playland says he's a bart he's sort of sort of the bart simpson of japan it's definitely um, yeah, a little bit yeah and so <clears throat> he's on vacation uh it's an adventure game you run around it takes place over seven endless journey over seven days okay the endless week um and you run around uh and you get these little tasks right so you start off by taking photographs and as the days kind of go on the game grows in scope of things you can do to the point where dinosaurs are involved. Um, <clears throat> Gameplay wise. I mean, you saw the, you saw the video that that's all the game is, but it's so f- 
freaking charming and so uh, enjoyable. Um, and I know why Zach wanted this game. Yeah. <laughs> they've, been, they've been out in Japan for the last year. They love it over there. Um, it. Uh, let me let me load this thing up because I have to start with. Let me start with the pictures, and then I'll then I'll start with the. Uh, <clears throat> I'll start with the video. Um, I took some of the screen caps here. So he. Um, he he's just freaking fun to to you know run around this town and do stuff with so <clears throat> cap lives all he all this guy lives for is that one drink at the restaurant after he wraps up it's like literally adult humor he's the guy wants to get drunk <clears throat> there's uh there's crayon shin down here purposely designed to look like bad drawings from a kid like that's why all the faces have like some weird lines, proportions, and all that kind of stuff. That's um, also just the art. That's just the art of the of the anime, the manga, it really and everything. Is. Exactly. So that's the the theme is the theme of the anime and manga was was around a kid. That's why you know again why the hair is all it, and they they translate it perfectly to to three D to the game. Um, uh, controls. Uh, this is the butt dance. This is so freaking funny. There is a button where he will just shake his butt. That's it. He'll bend over and shake his butt. That's what preschoolers do. But if you hold the button and you walk around, he can like go zooming around town at like mock speed. This is me trying to figure out like, oh crap, I can actually move around pretty quickly. You see some of the stuff happening in the background there. You guys see the you can see the screen, right? Um, yeah. So let's see. Did, did, did he stop? Yeah, he's kind of stopped there. Uh, do the button again? Nope. All right. Let me go to this next maybe, one. Maybe the next one, Dally. <clears throat> the next one. Here, Here we go. go. This is certainly this one. Certainly. Shake that booty. This is it. This is fantastic. Bend over, shake that booty. It's a lot of fun. You can face wherever you want and shake that booty again. I think it's it's an ass button. Everyone talk about it. There's an ass button. But literally, but there he is sitting there. Um, not only can you hold the button, I discovered <clears throat> That if you start moving around, let's see if that captures it here. There you go. It's probably really nice art, artwork to the game. Um, beautiful artwork, I gotta say. Like there's subtle things, like stuff is kind of floating around. This is me realizing, oh shit! Look at that! I can <laughs> bend over. And it's actually a way to like just go like one million <laughs> miles an hour. But it's such a stupid kid thing. Um, <clears throat> so you got the camera. You take pictures of moments. So that's, uh, you know, this is actually, yeah. <laughs> these are all people. And it, it gives you options. Like you can basically write down. Who's that one. other guy? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it, it names all three characters as one option, which is called fastball. And then the second yeah. option is curveball. Curveball, it's like, he says, yeah, who's that other guy? Which is really funny. So there's like, it has those little bits of charm. As you capture uh, bugs with your net or capture fish, they'll kind of pop up here. And so there's a little bit of collection going on. There's farming involved because you actually grow some plants and stuff. Um, you can collect plants outdoors too. And uh, it's a really gorgeous looking image there. I wonder if they took the like a screen, like a photograph from somewhere and just modified the heck out of it. But really nice artwork. Um, at the end of the day, uh, you guys take a, a wonderful father-son bath together. A nice hot bath. I think it's always great to do. Wee. Um, and then you go into the night cycle. Uh, one of the things I found that was really charming was across from the house that you're at, when your neighbors read stories every day to the other two, these other kids that you befriend early on, 
And I think it's kind of cool. You can just kind of sit and listen to the stories that uh, this lady is telling. And she she repeats it once she's done. But um, like the first one is about a dinosaur, which I thought was really cool. Uh, but it, it's just a neat, really neat little thing. And every night there's like little things that happen in this town. Very personable stuff. Um, again, these are some of the some of your friends there. Uh, yeah, I want to save my current progress. Here we go. Me saving. Let's see. What was I doing there? Um, <clears throat> here's another day. Again, they start off every morning with a stretch and a dance. I think that's that's all pretty cool. Um, I'm gonna start doing this too. By the way, I think it's a great a great way to start start my day. Uh, there he is, moving that booty, running around. So, <clears throat> uh, day two, you get the ability to start. There's a board here. You get the ability to start collecting stuff. So you get these items that she'll list on her board, um, like certain leaves and a salmon, and then you bring it back to her, and she gives you pocket change. And essentially, and again, the ASO uh stamp card um but you get enough stars and you get extra money and you start you know doing this kind of stuff um you have enough you have stamina which i don't know if we'll show it here yeah, okay there you go maybe i'll show stamina you got this stamina i'm gonna pause it real quick here let me back up so <clears throat> this is your day your energy for the day now you have the option to uh let it run out and you get tired and then your basically your day is over or you um, you can eat a snack, actually, at some point. Uh, you know, you can get some snacks, eat snacks, and it extends your stamina uh, for the rest of the day. And that's the sun that kind of tells you, you know, how high up it goes. But the more stamina you have, the more stuff you can do around the town. You can go out further um, and so on, which I think is definitely something that, that you have to kind of understand that balance. And you want to do it really quickly because, you again, technically only have a week, but... Um, uh it's the the way to uh you know keep getting further and further start unlocking more stuff and and, and going from there um and yeah it i mean it's just such a simple freaking little charming game <clears throat> there he is she can tell you that she dies um weaves and dies fabrics and he's gonna run out and that's the only thing is some of the camera angles of this kind of throw me off a little bit um but because it does flip around a lot. You can see how it does that, but you can go fishing, um, which is, again, it's, it's a very Zach thing, which I think is pretty funny, but Where's fishing's that? very easy. Poor Zach. Fishing's very easy. I mean, it literally, uh, you can, if you're in that other view where you're way above here, it can be hard to kind of see the fish. Yeah. But you hear a little bit of the water. You kind of hear, you have to have the volume up really loud. You can hear the water kind of make a noise. And then you know you caught a fish. Um, if you're in this view, you can definitely see it cause you can see the little fish there and he's nibbling on it. Uh, but, um, yeah, there you go. <clears throat> and you can switch between your rod or your pole, whatever. Uh, and then you can catch, catch bugs and go into these. Uh, and, and every NPC, every character is so nicely realized, even with like one or two lines of dialogue, you know, exactly what, what each person is about i'm yeah i'm really enjoying this game uh i mean it, it's got such such great heart it's really funny um and it makes me feel <clears throat> like a preschooler which is definitely not what that peppa pig game did speaking of peppa pig again um 
But Shin Chan, yeah, Crayon yeah, Shin is he's just a great, great little dude. Here, I'm gonna have to show him running around here. It's a nice, you know, nice one. A game like this can make you feel young instead of making yeah, you feel it old, really does. Right? Exactly, it makes me feel like a young kid instead of makes me feel like an old dude playing Peppa Pig games because it's exactly. <laughs> but I, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, this is there's a little cafe and bar. There's a little DJ setup over here. You kind of chat with this dude. Um, gr- again, great art, great style to this. He's literally a crayon drawing on these beautifully hand painted uh backdrops and uh, again it reminds me of the sierra uh games the adventure games from way back in the day uh that i used to play on pc back in the 80s um but with a modern spin some mini games it it just it just works so well definitely there's your friends there definitely worth uh picking up i think there's no reason not to pick up this game um only if you're a horrible person should you not oh, stop it. Uh, but it is a it's on switch and I think coming to PC um, pretty shortly here I don't know it, it's it's definitely in Japan it's it's been available I don't know if it's fully available in the US or not but yeah they said go ahead start showing this start talking about it there's no embargoes there you go enjoy it yeah game 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 of the year right here no but uh, it's a lot of fun real real fun real cute check it out and that's it <clears throat> that's it um yeah uh a lot of his tales come from his picture di- diary yes so he's he has um that picture diary that i showed you you can kind of go back look at it in different aspects throughout the week but it's just kind of fun to see all the stuff that you collect it reminds me weirdly <clears throat> the game that we saw at pax east that we loved um the hand painted one that was sort of an adventure game that had you doing certain things. Remember by the, uh, the, the French developers um, that did an awesome job. I can't remember. It's tip my tongue right now, but we gave it a team choice award, but um, uh, yeah, it's, it reminds me a little bit of that. And I think that's why the, um, why I find this game uh, charming, but uh, great. It's a great game. Definitely uh, check out Shin Chan. I think, um, or crayon Shin, if you want the Japanese version, I think it's totally worth, totally worth it. Really, really fun game. That's that's it. What I've been playing. Um, I'm sure. I've been, actually, I've been playing a couple other things that are one thing's under embargo. Two things are under embargo. Wow. I think I'm playing the same thing you're playing. Um, somehow got a code for that, too. So uh, we'll get into that next week. But uh, yeah, that's it, man. I see you're zoning out because you're looking at more Shin Chan stuff. You've fallen down the, the, the I, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. I want I looked at I looked at a couple. I, I'm not going to lie. I pulled up the. Um, Awesome. I pulled up some of the media from. I okay. mean, like I said, I already you you could already tell I went down the the Wikipedia rabbit hole of, <laughs> of his other things. So I was maybe looking at one or two of the other games that have ever oh. released on some okay. of the other consoles, okay. and I was the curiosity got the better of me. Um, most of them don't look as good as. No, this one. This if you great. want me to be perfectly honest, yeah, I think you're. I think there's a reason why they never landed in the West. <laughs> yeah, but this one definitely some did. of them, yeah, for sure. I, I would say check it out, but that's it. That's it for the side quest. Wow, we were we knocked out. Look at it, it's an hour and fifteen minutes. Just the two. Yeah, and we we, we blabbed time. about a whole bunch of shit. Had a good time. We uh, we saved the game industry. We look. We got a bunch of. I'm seeing like thumbs up and hearts and our Facebook stuff. And you got a bunch of likes all over the place. Viewers. Oh my God. So many stuff. So many, but yeah, it is. It's the end of a long weekend or no, it's the end of a weekend. I should say. 
Um, on to the next week. We're going to have a fun, fun week ahead. I think there's, like I said, there's some more reveals this week or shows and stuff. Um, we can hope. We can hope. I think that, that Kirby game launches this week as well. And that's dropping this week. So that'll be kind of an interesting. Uh, I might, might check yeah, that's going to be a video game. Yeah, it'll be a video game. Um, the year of Kirby. But uh, yeah, with that, definitely check us out. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook, please subscribe to our podcast audio form. Um, if you don't, that's totally fine. Uh, still, anyway. still subscribed anyway. Still subscribe anyway. <clears throat> and then you can just, just leave. subscribe, rate us with uh, whatever you think is right. Five stars is always good because if we don't get five stars, then there's a lot of crying. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Oh, there's the, uh, that's the Gamescom. Oh, that's right. The Gamescom what, opening night live. Is that next week? There's a uh, bunch of stuff. Gamescom Live is uh, uh, 8.23, so that okay, is so in nine days. There you go, nine days. So there you go. We have uh, we are going to be co-streamers for that, but we'll see how we how tired oh, we actually, are. Oh, actually, opening night is the 25th. 25th. But either way, yeah, we got, we got time. But, uh, yeah, next, yeah, okay. next week. Next week. Um, you can find us sidequesting.com. At SideQuesting on the socials, SideQuesting TV on Twitch and on YouTube. Like and subscribe on YouTube and Twitch. Please subscribe to us on both those Do or it. follow whatever it takes. Just click it. Those numbers, it seems like a really weird, um, you know, it's, it seems like a cosmetic or some way to buff our egos. But no, those numbers help for all kinds of things like getting us into the stupid algorithm is a big one. And uh, yeah, so please like, and subscribe, just whatever, whatever interaction you want to do really does, does help us. Um, and we love you guys and guys and gals and, and pets for it. You can find me at Dolly Demofsky right there. You can find this wonderful man right there yeah. at Taylor bliss. They were here right there. You can find us both on uh, the discord the side questing discord. So definitely check us out there because we have a good time chatting with all of y'all and uh, professing our one, love for the 100% of the time. I didn't mention that real quickly. I'm playing one of the review game, playing both the review games on steam deck, which I would not play. <clears throat> I think what's happened to me is in my old age. Uh, I'm in my forties now. Um, uh, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end with a stupid story of how I injured myself. But in my old age, I like to not be in front of a computer because what you don't see here is I have my work computer and my my drawing tablet. And it's <clears throat> you're look you're trying to look around the corner. I can see that Taylor. You're like looking around the corner so you can see that stuff. Um, yeah, you got uh, so and my laptop that I do all my work on is right here, my fun laptop. And the, I don't want to be in front of a screen after five or six o'clock. It's just I'm done. I'm cooked, especially in my own house. And so having a portable screen, I should say, is is a lot better. And that's why the Steam Deck is, is helping me out. But um, and I think that's why I've transitioned into a handheld gamer um, almost exclusively for my games. It's difficult for me to get in front of a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox, even though I have both those damn consoles, to get in front of those because then I can't watch TV, right? And it's weird. Anyways, um, I'm going to end on an injury <clears throat> uh, injury story. We usually kick off the, the episodes on injury stories. We did it every week with uh, with poor um, Aaron, but um, 
Here's True. my injury. So last it's Saturday, been a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Last Saturday, I went to my nephews had their joint birthday party at Sky Zone. Do you guys have like trampoline parks? I'm sure you know what a trampoline park is. Yeah. Trampoline park. <clears throat> and um, they said, "Hey, Uncle Dolly, uh, you're right. You, go ahead. You're right. You can you can jump with us." I'm like, "No, no, kids. Yeah, I'm too old for this. You guys play." And there was like a bajillion kids. There were like two other birthday parties going on. And there's like trampolines all over the place, and the kind that you jump in the middle, you can bounce off the ones on the walls, you can do sure. all that stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> like, no, no, we want you to play tag with us. I'm like, all right. So there was like, I think there was like six, seven, eight kids in there that were there so far as part of their his their birthday party. So I'm like, all right, fine. I put the socks on that they give you, the special socks, and chasing the kids around these trampolines, having a good well, they're having a good time. I'm getting very tired very quickly because I'm an adult. I get done and I'm walking back out and um, lo and behold, I, you know, I, one thing I realized is I can get some pretty good height because of my general size as an adult. It's a pretty good height on these trampolines. I see two basketball hoops side by side. Uh, one's a little lower, one's a little taller and uh, in with trampolines underneath them. And I thought, you know, yeah, I, I'm going to dunk for the first time in my life. I'm going to dunk on a 10, yeah. foot, 10 foot basketball hoop. Um, then says, "Oh snap!" And that's really what happened because I grabbed the basketball, and they they weight these basketballs a little differently, by the way, because they don't want them bouncing all over the place in the trampoline. So these guys are weighted. So I'm holding this basketball, <clears throat> and I'm doing a couple preparatory jumps, and finally I go to jump down before I launch myself up, and whew, I caught as I jumped down. I caught my right leg wrong and uh, it sent a shooting pain all the way up my whole body, through my spine, through my neck, to my head as the reverberation of this trampoline just, I mean, bounce, bounce. And I managed to go back down and as i hit the bottom is when it started it snapped back up and that's what caused this intense pain in my body that oh, i thought no. oh man i felt pretty bad leaving that i'm like okay uh you know what <clears throat> at least at least i i made the dunk <laughs> that was at least i got that part but i'm in so much pain right now um uh, that day i'm like i'm in so much pain right now. i get done i'm like right, i'm gonna sit down for a bit Pain goes away. I'm not thinking anything of it. Two days later, uh, and since then, um, my right arm now, if I hold it up here, yep, there, there it goes. It gets numb. Tingles. Yeah. Tingles. And so I for either either I have a pinched nerve, which is what typically happens. Um, yeah. Muscular stuff like that. Or I may actually have a spinal injury up here that may be causing oh please no so yeah me trying to slam dunk was not a slam dunk it was an injury in my old age i recommend not once you pass 22 23 years old if you're not uh living and working at a sky you know trampoline park don't do what i what i tried to do with that said i'm gonna leave you guys with those wonderful thoughts we'll be with a beautiful evening Taylor, take care. We'll see y'all on the next episode of Thank Charles you. Is my head.